Hey everybody, this is Watching the Multiverse, your favorite superhero TV review podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Crystal. We had another new premiere this week, and apologizing immediately, this is going to be coming out a little late right now, as you're guessing right now. We're actually recording this T-minus less than two hours before the Flash premiere, and I know that both of us are psyched, so we're going to get this in done, and this is going to be a super raw edited episode, so deal with I'm, it. I'm way too amped. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I'm very excited. So let's take our step back just a quick minute and go hit last week. Okay. So Monday night, we had the premiere of The Gifted. I ended up loving it. I ended up liking it. Now, to to go over the episode real quickly, we saw we had our first interactions with several mutants. A lot of people saw that eight-minute first sneak preview of it that Fox was releasing where you saw Blink escaping for the police. We all know that's Blink. I'm sorry, there's no other person that's like that. We know that's Blink. Has to be. Has to be. I know I kept calling the guy they called Thunderbird Warpath because, well, that's what I thought. It reminded me of Warpath from Days of Future Past. Possibly. Yeah, but, but it looks you like know, he's there's, more of a there's some mutants that have similar powers. That is true. Uh, we saw Polaris who apparently, at least in the comic books, is that the information we're getting? The comic books, she's Magneto's daughter? Yes. Okay. Which, which just like FX's Legion, I almost wonder if we eventually may get a bit of Magneto popping up. Oh I mean, we, we had Stan Lee in the show, so you never know. We might get a Magneto. I know, that was a super, super cameo that we saw that we were not expecting. It's just like, holy shit, look at it! I, I know, I couldn't believe that Stan Lee would show up in a TV show. I was like, that's amazing. I mean, it, it was it was movie quality, but mm-hmm. it, almost better than the movies, considering we don't have that whole time timeline bullshit that we're like, okay, time isn't screwed up yet, though. Yet. Exactly, as far as we know. Right. I did like the fact that... You're having a crystal moment? I'm, I'm having a Chris moment, actually. I'm, I'm getting information overload. What if, if God forbid, they actually decide to cross the streams with Legion and Gifted? What I know, if, that popped in my head, too. I was like, they're both Fox shows, technically. They're both Fox shows. One, his father is Professor X. The other one's father is Magneto. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. That popped in my head, too. I was like, oh, God. I I mean, maybe not even in this season or, like, even a season finale. When does Legion start? Uh, As far as I know, I'm just going to guess at February because of when it came out last year. So I have no clue on that yet. I just wondered if, like, even when Legion started, you see something that involved Gifted. Yeah, exactly. Like, how something might tie in. With the whole Sentinel services or this mutant. I don't don't think they have a mutant registration act. Not that we know of yet. Right. But it looks like they're going into something. They're trying to do, trying to control the mutants and get rid of them. So Mm -hmm. on Legion, you never know. And we know that they're trying, definitely trying to get mutants in the gifted. We saw that. Yeah, they're rounding them up. (laughs) Yep. Especially with Kobe Bell, my boy from Burn Notice. I saw him. Oh, me too. I mean, him popping in, just knock, knock, knock. Hello, Mrs. Strucker. It's like, oh, damn, bro. I love looking at him too. I'm not going to lie about it. (laughs) He's a nice looking guy. He is a nice looking guy. Yes, he is. So, you know, we saw that. that I love how they call him the Sentinel Servant. Like, you know what I mean? What are they called? The Sentinel, uh, 
Sentinel services? I'm sorry, I can't even pronounce shit. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, they're not those big giant things, but they're people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more like how it really should be people versus people. Sentinels, I know, are probably one of the X-Men's greatest villains when it's not coming to other mutants. Because they're just so badass. But you can't do that on a show. One, because of just how much money that would freaking cost. And two, you're not getting that personal dynamic there. And you know there's going to be some serious dynamic between Danny Strucker and the agent. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. We, we got a lot of buildup going on in this show. We do, and I like it already. I don't know if I really like all of the... They shoved all those mutants and all that mutant power down our throats really, really damn fast in that first episode. So I don't know how much I really liked about that. I think it's just because they wanted to show us who they were. Possibly. I would have wanted a little more of a slower rollout, but I'm going with it. Polaris, we needed to see something, especially with her getting captured. Yeah, I think they did that because they wanted to show us why they wanted her captured because i mean Mm -hmm. that is so much power she could do way too much exactly when she threatened strucker and said oh screws in your knees an old athletic accident i could i could do much more than kill you with that right now oh my god that was amazing but then he gave her the news oh god yes which we find out a little later that of course everybody you know spoilers are coming out if you haven't figured that out from our first few episodes we're sorry not sorry She's sorry, pregnant. not sorry. <laughs> exactly. Now, you know what? I mean, we're always going to talk. But it's a recap show. Spoilers. Hello. True. Yeah. See, th- this is this is the group dynamic working here in a group of two. Well, two so, people. We don't know how many personalities between the two of us. So then let's see what else happens. So then his children, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted. Yes. Yes. Strucker's children. Okay. So his son, Andy, he is getting bullied and gets drugged into a bathroom. And he's starting to get beat up and the stuff, you know, they're showering him and all this other shit. All of a sudden, he starts freaking out so bad. What happens? His mutant powers come into play and shit goes everywhere. Stuff's starting to, like, fall apart. Everybody's freaking out. The kids are getting thrown across the shower room and all that other shit. Well, he's been called out. Mm -hmm. Then his sister realizes... Yeah, Lauren realizes what's going on and has to come in and get him out of there. So now, like I said, the the hunter becomes the huntee. Shit gets crazy. The mom has to get him out of there and all kinds of shit. I mean, this show is awesome. Right. And the fact that we saw that both kids are mutants. Exactly, because that's how she knew what was going on. I mean, we we could see that he, it seemed like he could push things away from him and whatnot. And it looked like anything. It didn't just look like it was a magnetic power or anything like oh, no, that. Like I mean. He threw everything across that room. I mean, tiles were coming up. That's, he's powerful. He, he's almost as powerful as Polaris, possibly. Do we know who he might be as a mutant? Because I have not figured that out. I have no clue. I would have to look through any all the mutant knowledge i can figure out to see if i can figure anything and lauren i have no clue about her either it looks like she can manipulate density it looks like pretty much it's just for obscuring and maybe like as a buffer because she you know when that one thing was falling down towards those other kids and she used that to help them get past whatever in the gym when everything was going shit crazy i mean like i said this is this is movie quality, in my opinion, and I think just like Legion was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very much. I think so. Fox kills it. They're killing it with Gotham. They're killing it with Gifted, and FX is killing it with Legion. So I'm just, I'm really stoked about it. So now they have Polaris and what's his name, Strucker. Yeah, at the very end of the episode, Blink is trying to get them out. 
out from where they are, and yeah, everybody gets out except for Strucker, Daddy Strucker. Right. Yeah. So, so now what, they've what do you got... think they're gonna do with him? Oh crap! Well, if I if they want to go the regular route, I'm thinking they're going to try to intimidate him. Say we know what your kids are. And try to go that way. Try to go the route of do this or we're going to find and kill your kids or do something wicked to them. You'll never see them again. Do you wonder if he might have a power because all of a sudden both his kids do? I don't know. I mean, we saw, hell, my fa- my boy Bobby Drake, his parents, at least in, I think in both versions, both comically and in the movies, his parents don't have, don't have the X gene. But I, I just, I just wonder which part of his fa- their family does because both of them have it. Like I, don't, I'm almost wondering if the mom all of a sudden pops out with some of them. Oh, there I you go. I guess we'll have to wait and see in the next episode or following episodes. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But in my opinion, I give this one like eight out of ten. I really liked it. Mm, I'm going seven out of ten because, like I said, I thought it was good. I felt like they were trying to jam a little extra into it, but extra bonus points, of course, for the Stan Lee cameo and oh, the. And the X-Men original series ringtone. Oh my god, I know, I forgot to say that. That little Easter egg, when that, when you heard the animated series ringtone, I cracked up and like, I was balls deep when I, when I heard that. I, I was watching Twitter at that point at one point, um, at that point when it was going off. And yeah, I definitely saw some cracking of the nerdom. People are like, oh my god, it's the original series. I know. I tweeted that, and I tweeted the X Men: The Animated Series creators, and I was like, "Look, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were that, they were, that was they were also really excited that they put that in there." Thank you for that tip of the hat. We appreciate that. Writers' room for gifted. We thank you. So we oh. had a ne- so we had the next episode, which we're going to review in the real next episode, which was RX. This was exposed. Mm-hmm. The one from just yesterday, since we're recording Tuesday, was called RX. So we're gonna have to. We'll be definitely reviewing that one next week or. Basically, for us, it'll be on Saturday or Sunday, whenever. When you guys will get it again at our normal time on Sunday. And then episode three is going to be Exodus. So, of course, nine o'clock Monday nights. All right. So then we get to Thursday night. Since we, we still had that one week lull. Before our CW explosion tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's got this next one's gonna have to be a two-parter because yep. uh, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to stop talking about the Flash and Legends and. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so well, luckily that, well, luckily that's gonna be Sunday's show, next week's show, which will be right. Sunday. But we've then got. We have Thursday episode three of the season, A Dark Night. They who hide behind masks. Oh, hmm. we had baby bats, and we learned. That Alfred, he's doing his thing, just like in the comics and in the other movies. He has to teach uh, Bruce that, you know, the mask that he has on while he's a vigilante is not the only mask that he has to wear. And you're talking about that scene right in Batman Begins where Alfred looks at Yep. Oh, yep. It's like, yeah. It's like, I've been up all night. It's like, yeah, Batman was up all night, but Bruce Wayne has to make an appearance still during the normal day. Otherwise, they're going to wonder what the hell you're doing. You know me, and I loved that Batman Begins parallel. I was dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he he had to say, you got to be the bratty rich kid, which actually got him in trouble with that damn knife. <laughs> now, you were saying, I noticed, looking at your Twitter feed, I know you were saying something or retweeting stuff that other people were noticing little movie references or movie lines in it. I remember. <laughs> and I know that I 
okay, it probably wasn't really one, but I definitely called it out that way during the auction scene, which you were just talking about with the knife, him going $100,000 and one. <laughs> to me, that was a nod to Hudson Hawk. Oh, yeah, I noticed. I'm trying to remember the references I was making because I was going crazy. Oh, the Kathy Bates. Oh, Misery. Yes, it's a whole Misery bit with uh, Riddler. Riddler. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. But, yeah, that knife is really the big setup for the next, I'm guessing, few episodes because Rachel Gould is all in it now. Oh, definitely, considering you see the book and you see the knife and it's like Bat- Baby Bat saying, you know who that looks like. It's dun, like, it can't dun, be. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like Alexander Siddig. I like, I like the actor because I've seen him on DS9. He was in Game of Thrones. All I know is this is the. Wait a minute, he was in Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He was the he was the king of um, King of Dorne. Oh shit, he was. Yeah, and then he got knifed by his wife. Well, who doesn't get knifed oh. in that freaking show? Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm glad they cast somebody like that. Like, whoever that guy was on Legends, I don't know why. <laughs> the whole when, thing I, been... when Barbara was saying she knew who, you know, if you knew who my client was, I was like, uh-oh, I know who wants that knife. And when he was he was being all cocky and he needed that knife so bad, little Bruce, I was like, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> like, Dude, you're pushing it, bro. You're pushing it. But, like, Alfred wanted him to play that brat. Mm-hmm. We even tweeted out that picture from that scene with alfred in his nice talks with the white tie and the white vest and bruce just got his arms crossed looking all smug oh good times good times there so and i also want to talk about that riddler holy shit yeah please do please she <laughs> he wakes up in a room full of pictures of him and a girl that ends up dressing as the riddler by the way and there was just there was misery references and what was the other one it wasn't just misery there was another reference i caught on to oh i have i can't i can't remember i, I no can't clue. remember anyway, either but anyway i mean <laughs> i wanted her to say dirty birdie it was that bad <laughs> oh god it was freaking i mean so she has this stalker crazy riddler fangirl i mean i'm a riddler fangirl but i ain't tying up riddler and keeping him in a room <laughs> full of pictures of him so maybe captain cold i don't know <laughs> oh jeez. So then he gets free and she ends up like wanting to work with the guys who don't like him. But we didn't see her get killed. I'm just throwing that out there. We didn't see, but we heard a gunshot. So we did, but of we course, did hear a gunshot, but she's crazy as hell. Yeah, it's it's the whole, you know, pan away from the scene. You don't see anything. And you know, yeah, that could be they're just trying to keep what, it clean for television. What's the but late, there is a female Riddler. I don't remember what they call her, but hmm. never know. Oh, yeah, so Riddler's exactly. back. Riddler's on the loose. Penguin's pissed. Oh, very much so. Yeah, that's that's getting deep there. I didn't get to catch that episode, but it is getting deep, especially with Carmine Falcone's, what was it, daughter? Oh, yes, his daughter's there, too. Falcone is too sick. He has that virus. I'm guess, didn't, didn't they say, I think they said he has that virus. Anyway, they said the air in Gotham's too bad for him, mm-hmm. so he can't come. Gordon actually went to him for help because it's that bad in Gotham and none of the cops will help. So his hot-ass, hot-ass daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She comes to help, and yeah, him, her and Gordon are kind of a thing. I'm, yeah, anyway. And the daughter apparently is so hot ass that Crystal has to say it twice. Yeah. Oh, it did. Did I say it twice? Yes, you said it twice. Okay, that's my. But that one's on me. <laughs> uh huh. We know what you're. We know what you're thinking. So we got her. We got her to the rescue. So it's basically her and Gordon against Gotham. Oh. And we see Batman in his little suit 
and it's, uh, and he's got his weapons. He's got this going on. He he's starting to take Alfred's advice this time, mm-hmm. a little more. So that's Gotham. Yes, Gotham. We got, we got Ray Shalgul on Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. He thought Bruce Wayne was just like Batman Begins. He, Bruce Wayne could have been his best, best student. Okay, well, whatever. His best, you know, student. You know, he could have been like the person to help him take down Gotham. And so he wants this knife, I believe, because of the Lazarus Pit. It's what brought him back, back in like I think it was like 1200 uh, AD or something. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think the knife has a key to the Lazarus Pit and what. Yeah, and they so. show him. They show Rachel Gould at the beginning, like literally like 1200 AD or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really wicked. Oh my god. And the next episode is called A Dark Knight, The Demon's Head. Oh, God. I bet you he has the knife. This can be bad. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this synopsis. Bruce puts the lives of a Gotham Natural History Museum historian and his granddaughter in danger as he attempts to discover the meaning behind his knife from the auction. Damn. I freaking Gotham going hard. I mean, Ra's al Ghul, he's one of the deepest. He started a lot of this shit with the Dark Knight. I mean, Ra's is hardcore. I mean, you look at you look at the Nolan trilogy. You look at the animated series. You look at Gotham itself. (laughs) He's there. I can't. uh, And like I said, Batman Begins is literally my favorite Batman movie ever. The only two things I have. wrong with it is the way they pronounce his name and who they cast but besides oh, that they oh, got, you're, you're not gonna bust balls on fucking Liam Neeson come on well I'm just saying he not to sound wrong but he's the wrong race <laughs> See, be no, but other than that I mean he did a good job but I love that movie so much and I just watched it again I actually recorded a podcast about it the other day I see so much Batman Begins and then with Gordon I see so much year one and now yeah. Gordon now Gordon is trying to work with Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? He's starting to see that Bruce is doing some shit. So we're getting all that. All of it. All of it. <sighs> but now we shall move on to Friday show. Friday which, show, which... So. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I am starting to like it a little. I mean, it's not as terrible as people are saying. And you know what? I think other people are starting to see it that way, too. I Yeah, you know what? A couple people that I've talked to... Like group chats and stuff are saying the same thing. They're like, I don't understand why people hate it. They're like, it's not amazing, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's, I don't. Got, I don't hate it. It's got something to go on, and it does. You know, I'll give something one shot twice if I like it, and hey, two shots. I'm still liking it right now. So I'm it's going. just like I see everybody hating on this Teen Titans Go bullshit, which I find it very entertaining. It's just mm. like in humans. I'm not going to hate it just because everybody else does. I don't hate it. Right, considering I mentioned the name of a movie that most people wouldn't give this, you know, give the time of day to, i.e., Hudson Hawk. I don't see anything wrong with Hudson Hawk. And I love that damn movie. I love that freaking movie. <laughs> I'm Screw just you all. People, I love Daredevil, the movie. And people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the best written movie. I think that was the issue. I know, and I still love that movie. That is still... I don't, like, freaking love Daredevil. I don't get it. Uh, but people, anyway, yeah, Inhumans people... is just not bad. I'm starting to get into it. Yeah, it's not a crap burger. So, uh, let's see. At the end of la- the, la- the two-parter, Black Bolt was in jail. Right. So let, let's see. He was separately. he was basically the fallen king. He felt defeated. Yep, fallen king. Get apparently some someone we do not know yet, but apparently it looked like it was another freaking lost alumni notices this video and says, "Hey, we need to see what we need to do about getting this guy out of jail or keeping him safe." 
Right, right. I remember that. Okay. And then, rec- you know, recruits this, you know, that the other inmate to be all like, you know, watch him. And, you know, they get bunked together and he actually says, you know, what? Did you get bit by a radioactive spider or did you wake up in a crusty? And I was like, holy shit. Just to look on Black Bolt's face when he said that. I thought Maximus, didn't Maximus hire him? Oh, I think we thought that. Okay, and I thought he was going to be bad, and then he decided, "Hell no, I'm going to get you out of here." Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, yeah. He decided that- no. He he went against it. He pretended that he was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he's like, "Oh no, I'm. He, he's one of him. Why would he hurt him? He needs a you know somebody like him." Exactly. When and he yeah, said I- that radioactive spider bit, I almost shit myself. It's <laughs> like. Yeah, I that was that was cute. That was kind of a nice little plug there. So, but he eventually gets out and escapes and gets picked up by this helicopter, which ironically enough, and of course Medusa was trying to get to him, and she's right there. I know. Oh. I was like, oh my god, you're right fucking there. <laughs> but then she runs into that scientist that was studying, seeing those high energy frequencies on the moon, those four when they all teleported when Lockjaw brought them to Earth. Right. So now Medusa and her. Which awesome crystal and lockjaw are on Earth, but I digress. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're digressing. But what about that scene when Medusa goes up to the ATM machine? Oh my God. <laughs> I cracked up with that. Like, that's what I don't understand. How could people not like this? I mean, it's cheesy, but it's good. I like cheese. And I mean, just even at the it's end, she's. comic book shows, they're going to be a little cheesy. Yeah. Even at the end, she's all like. I was just like, I am the queen. Give me money. And so at the very end, she's like, please? Oh, you know, that cracked me up. That was that was cute. Uh, Karnak. Karnak falling into a gr- in with a group of freaking... Well, stoners that are stoners. growing weed. And yeah. they're all afraid that he's going to narc on them. And we can definitely see his power still not working after that head blow. Because of that whole... He's thinking if he hits the table, it's going to knock something else down and bring the roof down on all of them. He does it and it just knocks over the table. I feel like... I, the only thing I don't like about that is that character, Karnak, he wouldn't feel that defeated that easily, I think. Maybe. Well, if you think about it, if you've always been one step ahead of people and you always have an idea of what could possibly happen, if you have suddenly lost that. That's true. And I like how that girl realizes what's going on with him and she keeps trying to help him and like test mm-hmm. him. I, I, know, I like that. And she's keeping him from getting killed. Oh, that little bond right there. Ooh. I know. And she realizes what's going on with him and he explains it to her and she keeps trying to like test him kind of and trying to help him he realizes that he it's not there yet he's like can i when he said can i stay with you i was like oh shit he's not going after well he calls him his brother but he's not going after him anymore yeah he's not going after he's not will he's not going after maximus oh you mean going after maximus or going after black finding black bolt finding black bolt and um what's his name gorgon uh yeah oh yeah and i think well he said it's because he doesn't think he's good enough to help them uh, probably because he feels defeated with his power not being what it exactly. is exactly but then we get speaking of the devil gorgon oh, oh yeah he has his it, army it buddies like, right v- it looked like vietnam <laughs> oh yeah dropping out of trees <laughs> okay we oh no and so yeah we got, saw gorgon and the humans getting attacked by Orin and the other people that came down from the moon. But seriously, what about the freaking Cyclops wannabe? Oh, I know. I saw that. What was that? I don't fully know. I really have no damn clue. 
So guys out there, if you're listening, fill us in because we're totally lost on who that person was, by the way. I know. know Gorgon even said to them, you know, if you, you don't have to do this those humans and they're like no way we fight i thought that was so cool like these humans are great mm-hmm. with these in inhum- he he was like no way we fight yeah i know they mentioned the character's name but i'd never heard that name of what or what oh i didn't even hear that i didn't hear that part and then we did get a couple of nice little interesting tidbits throughout the episode we saw about maximus's and black bolt's Terogenesis. how whoever the the guy from the genetic council was saying you know after a while his voice is going to be so powerful you're never going to hear the voice of your oldest son oh shit and then oh did you then if you missed that you might have missed the whole guess what maximus you're not inhuman anymore you're a- oh yeah well we yeah they took his powers He's a human. Well, no, they didn't take. Well, the his genesis, his oh. the, that whole you know the terogenesis where it changes him. It just changed him into a normal human. I thought they took his powers. I thought no, that's what didn't. we learned in the first two episodes. No, they didn't take his power. He, he just lost ha- them. He doesn't have any. Oh shit! He can't officially become part of the royal family. Oh, that's right. He's officially not even a part. Uh-huh. He doesn't Be- have blood or anything. He, he because he is human. So if Crystal and them get back up there, he's doomed. Yeah, he's screwed. He that's thus why the coup. Thus why he's cooing around here. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes, near the end, you know, he's trying to. He talks to Crystal. Maximus talks to Crystal and tries to get her on his side. Say, that's you need also to talk- why he tried to get with Medusa because he knew he was. <laughs> mm-hmm. tries to talk to the genetic council to say side with him and she's like nope nope he he's king I to love no when one she tried to pretend she was doing it and then she's like come on lockjaw let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah it's like he is king to no one runs off and it's like you know he tries to play it off why does this family always run because they're trying to get away from you and your crazy militant assholes <laughs> They have a really screwed up family. They have family issues. They need therapy, maybe, possibly. And then, yes, she rides off back down to Earth. Ah, Lockjaw! Yay! And poor Lockjaw gets hit by a car. Yeah, a car, ATV, something or other. Like, what the damn hell? Lockjaw is my favorite thing about that whole show. I'm not going to lie about it. Hey, I'm not going to lie about it either. I mean, come on. Why not have a dog that is basically the size and weight of a car that teleports you anywhere. Hey, oh. Plus, he's, like, adorable. Exactly. So, I mean, it was a good episode. It wasn't that, you know, getting, seeing the one person get stabbed in the gut and all that, but, yeah. Oh, we see Medusa go, like, get go into a house and try to be, try to look normal. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's, yeah, she gets, gets the normal duds and then, Tries and is striking down Black Bolt. Right. Uh, but then, okay, so Friday Friday the 13th, if anybody hasn't caught it yet, will you get a Friday the... This is going to be nice. We get Halloween and Friday the 13th this October. Spooky. I want to go see a horror movie on Friday the 13th. Thinking about see, it. I'd say go see it again, but no. Well, no, they have that, uh, that new one's coming out. Happy Birthday to Me, I think it's called. Oh, no, Happy Death Day. Yeah, where she just keeps dying. I don't know. Uh. It looks kind of neat, but... <laughs> So, next episode of The Inhumans, make way for Medusa. The search for Black Bolt continues on Earth. Maximus makes bold moves to cement his status as the new ruler of Adelan. I don't know how long that's going to last. Those Inhumans aren't going to take his bullshit for very long. No, but I mean, I do like the fact that it, you know, they are trying to go right for the the Shakespearean type of story right there. What Hamlet. else can they do? Yeah, Hamlet, exactly. They're Whatever they do with it. with it after the fact... Who knows? I'm kind of like everybody's saying there ain't gonna, there is not gonna be a second season. I'm really hoping there is because I ended up like 
getting into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if they start working with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I thought of that too. The human authorities, whatever. I thought of that too. Even, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're saying like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might not come back either. No, no, it's official now. That's totally oh, official. They, okay. All right, good. Yeah, apparently Disney forced ABC to bring it back. <laughs> Disney owns the world, don't you know? Just about. If Disney doesn't own it, Google does. <laughs> oh yeah, Google and Disney, they need to combine someday. Shut up. Don't, just don't. <laughs> Nope. Nope. I can't. No. You just can't even? No, I'm not even. Not even. Can so, you odd, though? <laughs> I, I can definitely odd. My so, daughter yeah. said that one time, and I couldn't stop with it. <laughs> so that's three solid episodes we had this week. We had a good start from Gifted. We had Gotham's kick to the teeth right there with Misery hung, Hudson, misery and Hudson Hawk references, but then the whole rat. And Batman Begins uh, uh, references. And then we get this craziness out of the Inhumans, which was nice to still see. I see people actually rating it higher and higher. On, What's like, the ratings like on TV? So yeah, as as for ratings now, from what I'm seeing right now, a lot of it is still to be determined. I don't know if they're just not announcing a lot of it, but it looks like, well, the first two episodes are going to be exactly the same because it was the exact same night. 3.75 right. million viewers or a 0.9 share, which isn't bad, I think. I think that's about as high as some of the episodes from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last season. They're reporting 2.8 million or a 0.7 share for last week's episode, Divide and Conquer. So about the same. So about the same. It's a, you know, a little bit less, but still holding. it's still holding its own. Yeah, it needs its traction. Well, so here and now, here's me admitting that I now like the Inhumans. Casey at Geeks Worldwide is probably going to make fun of me, but... Oh, damn. (laughs) I enjoy it. There you go. Hey, you know, look at this. We're turning you around. Look at that. We got you to finally watch all of Legends, even with the whole Captain Cold thing. And And then I became obsessed with it, so there's that. And they can go back in time and get them back, so whatever. Oh, and yeah, we get that coming back tonight, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. I'm dead. I went. I watched a few of the episodes again, and now time's mm. broken, so we'll get to see what happens. And you'll hear it next week, Sunday. Right here. Uh. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, not to steal theirs, but for us, it really should be just like Fat Man on Batman. Same fat time, same fat station. <laughs> right. I love, I I love those two. <laughs> but yes, definitely next week. Potentially, it's either going to be a, it's very potentially going to be a two-parter episode for next week since we've got all the CW returns. We might have special guests popping in to help us out and talk well, about Well, yes, Brian Oakert, who we had on our other show, has offered to come in and give his two cents on Arrow. We will have so much more to add, but yeah, next week is going to be awesome. Next week is going to be the real first long show that you're going to catch here. So you're going to get a whole lot more, especially after this week. Oh. Stop laughing! Stop laughing! I, I can't! I, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, We've okay. we've just killed we've killed ourselves and we're starting to get giddy. We got about an hour left until Flash premiere. I know. I so. looked at the clock. I'm like one hour. Oh my god, one freaking hour. So we're wrapping up this show. You're gonna get this here probably. We're probably gonna have this officially up Wednesday, and then not even four days later, you're gonna hear our mouths again with a good two part episode going over all the new ones from this week plus. The ones we've already had. So we're going to tune out for now, at least for an hour, so we can get our minds straight again for watching Flash and Legends tonight. So this is Chris. 
This is Crystal. And we are definitely going to be tuning out for now, checking you guys out. Hope to see you on Twitter, but we're tuning out for now. Take it easy. Bye.